Welcome to episode one of Monroe Unmuted, the official podcast of the Monroe Township Public Library. In this episode, we'll be discussing quick reads for busy people. Joining us today is the Monroe Township Public Library Circulation Manager, Jackie Grishka, and Kelly Palumbit, our bookmobile manager. Without any further introduction, let's start episode one and hear what titles Jackie and Kelly have to suggest for people on the go. Hi everyone and welcome to our podcast. Today we're going to be discussing quick reads for busy people. My name is Kelly Palumbit and I am the bookmobile manager here at the Monroe Township Library. Hi everybody, my name is Jackie Grishka and I'm the circulation manager at the Monroe Township Library. And the reason Jackie and I chose to discuss quick reads today is because we are both moms who work full-time, but we still love to read and try really hard to find the time to pick up a good book. Absolutely, working full-time and being a mom I feel like I'm always on the go, nonstop, but I love to read. And I know so many people who have a hard time just finding the time to sit, relax, and read, whether or not they have kids. Uh, most people have a lot on their plate, uh, from those who work full-time with a long commute to those who are retired. I hear from so many of our patrons that they've become busier after retirement. So I think in all stages of life, people just have a hard time finding a book that keeps their attention. Absolutely. So I always find that one genre that I gravitate towards and that keeps me turning the page is thrillers. Most of the time I read before bed because that's when I have the most downtime. <laughs> but it's a good thriller. I If it's a good thriller, I end up staying up way too late and regretting it in the morning. So I tried to pick a few of my favorite titles that were also around or under 300 pages. So the first book I'm going to recommend if you're looking for a really quick page turner is My Sister the Serial Killer by Oyen Khan Braithwaite. Oh, that sounds interesting. Yes, right from the title, <laughs> it gets you hooked. And I have to say, the first line is will draw you in right away, too. And what I love about this book, besides the fact that it's only 226 pages, <laughs> is the minimalist writing. She throws you right into these sisters' lives without unnecessary plot or descriptions you don't need which can lose a reader very quickly, and it's very to the point. It's a darkly funny story, hence the title, My Sister the Serial Killer, <laughs> and it's about two sisters, one who kills her boyfriends and the other who helps her clean it up. Wow. Yes, so <laughs> the, it'll get you hooked, and you can easily devour this short, sharply written read in a day or two. I probably read it in an afternoon. That's awesome. Yes, and it was so good, and it was one of those books, after I finished it, I immediately googled books similar to my sister the serial killer that's the best <laughs> and i have not found one that i would say is even close okay. it was just very unique and the way they talk about murder you would think that they're talking about the weather wow yes so it's unique and i loved it and i highly recommend it for a short short quick quick one i'm so glad you're talking about thrillers i myself like love a good horror movie but for whatever reason have never really gone into that genre. So it's very interesting because you're, you're talking about it. And I'm like, I would love to read something like that because it sounds like a great horror film. Right, exactly. And I think that depending on where you are in your life, like sometimes I try to pick up something different. Mm -hmm. So if I'm really in a rut, I'll grab something that's completely not what I like to read. So if you don't usually read a thriller and you feel like you're kind of stuck, try one. You can try one of these. Definitely. <laughs> Um, the next one is Jane Doe by Victoria Helen Stone, another short one, 267 pages. And Jane is a self-described sociopath, 
and she has set her sights on revenge against a man named Stephen. And who doesn't love a story about a woman trying to get revenge on a man? For real. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the kind of book that I'm, I think it's way better to go into without knowing much about the plot. So I'm not going to tell you too much about it. Part of the excitement of the ride is finding out why Jane wants revenge and how she's going to get it against Stephen. Again, a very quick read. You could read it in one night, stay up really late, regret it in the morning. (laughs) It sounds like one of those with a little bit of mystery where you can't put it down. Yes. So you wake up with like two hours of sleep the next day. (laughs) Exactly. You need to know why. Yes. The next one is my absolute favorite psychological thriller. And I've read a lot of psychological thrillers. I think that after Gone Girl, there were so many that mm. got published. And a lot of them were very cookie cutter. Okay. And this one, I just... It is still my favorite. Um, my, my book club actually randomly picked this title. And we all ended up loving it. And there okay. are just so many good twists. Even down to the very last line. It's one of those sentences that still lingers with me the last sentence um and it's basically a reimagining of strangers on a train so lily and ted meet in an airport and they start discussing their unhappy marriages and basically that their spouses are terrible people and the conversation kind of leads to are there certain people who are worth killing that the world would be better without them that they won't inflict pain on others um they decide to help kill each other's spouses so right there obviously going to hook you in (laughs) that sounds awesome i loved it and again so many good twists and turns you will not be able to put this one down i promise and the last thriller i have is the push by ashley audrain this is a newer book um i read it in 24 hours with a newborn at home which is really saying something i'm impressed yes uh (laughs) i was balancing this book on my lap while feeding my five-week-old because i had to know what happened and it's about a mother blythe connor and again i probably connected to it because it's about this woman she gives birth and she just can't connect with her child which i think is a fear of all new mothers 100 percent. and she doesn't know is it me or is it the baby she starts feeling like there's something wrong with this baby it doesn't love me um and as the child grows up she starts seeing more signs that lead her to believe that it's not her that this child there's just something not right wow I had to know. Like, by the end, like, I wanted to know, is it her? Is it the the child? She ruins her marriage. Like, her whole life just implodes because of the way she feels. That sounds so good. It was so, (laughs) so good. And I could not keep my eyes off the pages. So, highly recommend that one. Even if you have a newborn at home, you won't be able to put it down. (laughs) Find somebody else to hold that baby. Yes. (laughs) And I, you know, again, I haven't really read into the thrillers genre um, but I can totally relate to the wanting to read when you're like trying to take care of a child. So I know we were talking about before we started just, you know, being busy, working full time, being moms. My daughter's nine now. Um, and I feel like the day to day monotony of just like bringing her to cheer, going home, cooking dinner. Um, my life needs a little bit of excitement. So get excitement from the thrillers. I tend to get a little bit of excitement from like romance novels. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if that's something <laughs> you've also um, something you also like to read. But um, I did want to talk a little bit about some of the romance novels that I really enjoyed. So they're not necessarily short books, but they're those kind of books that you can either, you don't want to put down, or you can put down and you can come back at any time. 
Um, I was telling you how I like a little bit of reality TV, so I do love to read a good book with like a good, like I feel like I'm connecting with the character. It feels like somebody who I might hang out with in real life. So one of the authors that I really like is Jennifer Weiner. I think she writes a great romance novel with a really good storyline. Um, I don't, I have read quite a few by her. I honestly can't think of a title that I haven't, but one of the ones that I really enjoyed was called Good in Bed. So again, I really related to this female character. She was 28 years old, Connie Shapiro. She was a Jewish, Jewish plus-size woman who was just starting to get comfortable with her plus-size body. Um, she was a reporter for the Philadelphia Examiner. And again, she was just trying to fall in love with her body while also living her life. During the story, she gets out of a really rough relationship. Um, and she falls into a little bit of a depression. And while she's in the heart of that depression, she opens up a magazine and she sees that her ex-boyfriend, Bruce, actually wrote an article called Loving a Larger Woman. And it totally just has her spiraling. So she doesn't want to see Bruce again, but once his father passes away, she attends his funeral services and gets pregnant. So the story at that point is her just trying to manage being single, being pregnant, being plus size, and dealing with just losing everybody kind of important in her life. Um, she ends up going through really rough labor. She, after the labor, just kind of tries to find herself again. She meets a diet doctor and she loses a lot of weight. And her life, I don't want to give too much away, but it takes a totally different turn. She writes a successful novel. She ends up um, becoming a really great mom to a beautiful baby. And again, it was just one of those stories um, where you hate the ex, but then you <laughs> fall in love with the new love. And I don't want to say who that is because it would give too much away. But segueing into that, the next book by Jennifer Weiner is called Certain Girls, and it does go into the next area of her life where Connie Shapiro is now a mom. She's a, sex, a successful novelist, and she does get remarried to her diet doctor named Peter. Um, and that story is about her raising her daughter, Joy, who finds the novel her mother wrote, which is just a book about her sex life. So the whole book is her documenting her sex life, and her daughter's like reading this, which is totally more mortifying. <laughs> so it's just a story of like love, motherhood, um, and, you know, having a daughter as a mother, which I can totally relate to, and some of the trials and tribulations of the relationships you could go through there. Um, really great book, really great um, author, a lot of romance, a lot of sex, you know, not going to yeah, lie sometimes. Keeps you coming back exactly, to it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So how about you? Do you read any romance novels? I'm actually not a big romance reader. Okay. But like I said before, when I'm in a rut, I try to mix it up, and I've actually picked up a couple of romances that I ended up loving. So one book was One Day in December by Josie Silver. Okay. I actually read it on my honeymoon. So that may have had something to do oh, with nice. it. <laughs> when you're laying on the beach in Aruba, and you probably like anything that you read. Sure. But <laughs> um, I just, it was like such a nice, sweet book. And it was quick and easy to read. Um, and not my usual cup of tea, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's about this girl, Lori, and she's on a bus, and she makes eye contact with this cute guy standing at a bus stop. Um, and she doesn't believe in love at first sight, but she just can't deny that she felt a spark. So she tries to get off the bus to introduce herself in this like moment of spontaneity, but the door closes and pulls away, so she doesn't have a chance to talk to him. So her and her best friend for a year joke around about the bus boy, and she's always looking for him in restaurants, at bus stops. And it becomes a joke between them, but secretly she does hope to cross paths with him again. Unfortunately, when she does, it's her best friend's new boyfriend. Oh. So that adds Tricky. <laughs> a, compli like, yes, a complicated layer to the story. 
And she doesn't tell her friend that he's the busboy because she doesn't know if he remembered just making eye contact with her <laughs> and doesn't want to embarrass herself. So she never says anything. And it was more than, there was a lot more depth to it than just, you know, a cookie cutter romance, which is what I like. I think that sometimes people think of romance as just being like, you know, you know what you're getting and mm. it's mindless. But not all of these romances are mindless. I feel that they've changed a lot. And there's, Definitely. like, we have that new section in the library, Love Stories. And I feel yes. like that is that perfect middle ground between romance and fiction. And Absolutely. I, I tend to find reads in that area that I really enjoy. Um, another one that's similar is Beach Read by Emily Henry. And oh, it I is, saw that, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Okay. It is exactly what it sounds like, a good Beach Read. <laughs> Um, but again, a lot of depth to that story. It's about this woman, January, who's a romance writer, and Gus, he's a literary author, and they find themselves next door neighbors due to a mix of unfortunate circumstances and serendipity. So it's the perfect read when you're looking for, like you said, a distraction, but it's not mindless, and just some excitement. You know, I agree with you. The day-to-day -day can be so boring, mm -hmm. <laughs> and <Spice>. it's, a <laughs> good, it's a good escape. Definitely. Have you ever read any Nicholas Sparks books? I know a lot of people have seen some of the more famous movies. Um, he's another really great author who can definitely be categorized in that romance genre, but great fiction storyline. Sometimes there's a little bit of mystery. Sometimes generally there's a little bit of murder. Um, have you ever read any of his? I've seen more of the movies than okay. I've read of his books, but I have read, yes, of course. <laughs> but I've, I have read a few of them a long time ago, though. I've heard a lot of his newer stuff is really good. Yes, I so I'm on our reserve list for The Wish um, that I've heard mixed reviews, but from what I've been told it's about, I think I would like it, so I'm looking forward to reading that. One that I read recently, which is one of his older books, was called The Guardian. So if you look at the cover, it's a woman sitting on the beach with her dog, which are two of my favorite things, dogs mm -hmm. and beach. So I had to pick it up. Um, the story is about a woman named Julie. Her young husband passes away, and he leaves behind her, the Great Dane puppy, and this promise that he's always going to be watching over her, which Julie feels his presence on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, and I totally believe in the afterlife, so that kind of you know pulled me in. So after four years um, goes by, she decides she's ready to date again. And again, most of Nicholas Sparks' stories take place in North Carolina, which is where my family vacations. That's another reason why I really like to read them, because they talk about these small towns that I visited. So um, the setting also kind of pulls me in. But when Julie decides that she's ready to make a commitment again, she is torn between two men. One that was one of her husband's best friends. His name is Mike. And then another out-of-towner whose name is Richard. He's handsome and he's sophisticated when Mike is more of like the down-to-earth, kind of rough-around-the-edges guy. So the story starts out kind of as this like very calm, general romance novel, but takes a really dark turn. Julie starts to realize she's being followed. Um, she realized this guy, Richard, might not be the person she thinks he is. Um, and without giving out the whole middle of the story, towards the end, Julie is left fighting for her life. So and you're still trying to figure out if it is Mike, because the whole time, or if it's Richard, excuse me, the whole time you're reading the story, like, it has to be him. It has to be him, but there's all those these little clues that are dropped where it might not necessarily be him. That sounds um, good. Yeah, it was really good. So I never heard of that of one either. Is that a movie? It's an old, it's not a movie. I okay. think it should be. Again, and the dog plays a major role which I love, um, but at the end, it's just a really, it's just a really good story for mm -hmm. like love, mystery. Um, so I really enjoyed that, I did. 
So again, that was a little bit of one of his older ones, but we're very lucky. We have a great selection here, so I was able to find uh, the audiobook and the book here at the library. Do you listen to a lot of audiobooks? Love audiobooks. So, I mean, I feel like I'm always running around. I don't know the last time I was actually able to sit and open a book. Um, so I have more recently geared towards the audiobooks, whether it's checking an audiobook out at the library or accessing some of the resources we have to download books online like Libby and Hoopla. Um, for anybody who's interested in getting into audiobooks, heading to your local library and asking about the free streaming services is a wonderful idea because I honestly don't know how I would be able to enjoy as many stories as I do without it. Absolutely, and there are usually so many good books available to be checked out, um, well, which is uh, great. Working at the circulation desk, which is the front desk at the library, we get a lot of um, questions and people asking for just book suggestions. So I always try to read some of the bestsellers because I know that those books are going to appeal to a large audience. Um, and going on our streaming services, I'm always able to find the new releases. Sometimes I do have to wait a little while, but relatively quickly I'm able to get those audiobooks and enjoy them and then able to give uh, some recommendations out to our patrons. I think a lot of people are hesitant sometimes to try audiobooks, um, but I know a lot of people who enjoy podcasts mm -hmm. and I always say, give an audiobook a try then um, if you don't have time to sit and read a book. Definitely. Um, I know a lot of people who commute and they say when they're commuting, they just listen to their audiobook. I like when I put Miles to bed, I clean the kitchen, I cook for the next day, and I can just listen to my audiobook while doing all of that. Um, so yeah, you can your hands can be busy and you don't <laughs> have to be tied, like sit down on the couch and tied to a book. Definitely. While I'm driving, while I'm cleaning, yes. I always either have my headphones in or the audiobook blaring. And there's so many good ones. I think a really good way to get into audiobooks is to try an author, um, a memoir usually, that's read by the author. When you recognize the voice, I think it's easier to stay focused on it. So one of the first audiobooks that I did and loved was Born a Crime by, Born a Crime by Trevor Noah. And that was excellent and so funny. And hearing it read in his voice made such a big difference. And um, The Dutch House by Ann Patchett, which oh, is a fiction a novel, yes. <laughs> is read by Tom Hanks. And who doesn't want Tom Hanks reading them a story? Amazing voice. I want him to read every story to me. <laughs> <laughs> and the narrator just makes such a big difference. 100%. I was talking a little bit with somebody about the author Ellen Hildebrand and how I've only been able to listen to her audiobooks. And she uses um, a narrator for her audiobooks named Aaron Bennett. And her voice is, it really just entices you and it like ropes you in. So the stories are also good, but her voice is just so soothing. Mm -hmm. So her most recent novel, which is on the bestsellers list, Golden Girl, um, is actually a story that Ellen Hildebrand, where the main character is supposed to kind of emulate her day-to-day -day life. Um, and it's read by Aaron Bennett. So the story talks um, a little bit about Vivian, who's an author, who's supposed to be Ellen, but it takes a turn when she is left on the side of the road um, after a hit and run accident. Wow. Yeah, so she is killed instantly, but instead of the story cutting her out, the story is her being in almost this purgatory where she's able to watch over her loved ones. So she heads into this space between heaven and earth where she is explained by, I wanna say an angel, that she is able to watch over her loved ones for 90 days and she gets three nudges. So three opportunities to kind of push her loved ones in a direction if they're about to make a bad decision. Oh, so, I love that concept. It was so good. And again, it, the story, I know when I was explaining something, like it sounds a little cheesy, but 
it was not. The story, it talks about the trials and tribulations her daughter's going through, the trouble her sons are having, and she needs to decide when she should step in, and she only has three opportunities. And when she does step in, it totally changes the course of those people's lives. But um, again, the reader and her voice, I mean, you could just feel her emotion, and she plays the different roles of different people, and you never feel like it's the same person. It's almost like watching a movie. It was really, really good. Yeah, I always say that audiobook narration is like acting. Oh, 100%. If there's a lot of characters, and you're able to know who those characters are just from the way they change their voice or their pitch. It's just, it m- makes the story. Definitely. So I I love audiobooks, um, but again, I it could take me a minute of listening to it. No, this narrator's not for me, and Definitely. it's okay to move on. <laughs> Do you have anything else? One of, I just want to talk about one more that was a little bit shorter, so I know, you know, just being busy and not having a lot of time, if you get the opportunity to read The Midnight Library, um, it was a very quick audiobook, and again, um, it was by an author that I hadn't read before named Matt Hine, I believe, H-A-I-G. Um, the story is about a young woman named Nora, and she's just depressed. She's at a point in her life where she's very unsatisfied. And I think we've all been there where we're not sure what direction her life wants to go into. Um, but she does commit suicide. And again, it goes into the state of purgatory where she's in a library, and each book on the shelf is her life based on making different decisions. So she gets to experience like hundreds and hundreds of different lives that she could lead and decide which one she wants to go back and live. And it's just this amazing story of kind of of weighing out the pros and cons and decisions that you can make and what's really important in life. But um, it was quick and it was so thorough and emotionally enticing. It was great. I love any book that really makes you think Mm -hmm. too. Definitely. You know, where you feel like you're in a moral quandary after quandary. Moral quandary after reading it. Um, and that's a book that I've seen on the shelf and that I've wanted to pick up because it's so short. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I see it, I'm like, oh, I could, I could tackle that one. So maybe that'll be my next read. Definitely. <laughs> so thank you for joining us today. We hope that whether you are a mom, you work, you retired with tons of hobbies (laughs) where you're just getting back into reading and you're nervous about picking up a book that seems way too long and daunting we hope that you heard about something some title today that interests you and that will hook you from the start and shameless library plug keep in mind that books can be costly audiobooks can be expensive visit your local library for free access to any of the books we talked about today Thank you for joining us for episode one of Monroe Unmuted, the official podcast of the Monroe Township Public Library. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and be sure to subscribe to hear more.